0: The following is from East Delta Baptist Church. For more information, visit us online at www.eastdeltabc.com. Good morning. My ears are stopped up or it's awful quiet in here this morning. It seemed quiet to y'all? No? Y'all know who I am? <laughs> uh, do what? Yeah, I shaved my beard. I had a good looking beard going. I shaved it off, got to calling me Santa Claus, two of our ladies in our church. I don't know if that had to do with the gut or the beard, but uh, (laughs) one or the other. I'm losing one. I hope to lose the other one of these days, but uh, I I thought I may have been gone a little bit uh, too long. This morning, Dylan came in, uh, not big Dylan, (laughs) uh, little Dylan to my office, and he said, uh, what is this? And I said, What do you mean? And and he said, Is this your office? I said, Yes. And he said, Are you the preacher? <laughs> I said, Yeah. He said, What are you doing here? And I said, Well, I'm just studying and he said, I thought the preacher was supposed to tell us about God. So, uh I don't know what to make of that, but you know, out of the mouth of babes. Uh I grew up singing in church. We had a, a children's choir. Uh, I don't guess we had a children's choir. We had our uh, a lady in the church that we always sang on Sunday mornings. And uh, before Sunday school, all the kids would get in there. And do you all remember this song that said, and you have to do the motions, Oh, the foolish man built his house upon the sand. Y'all are saying yes, but you're none of you doing the motions. The foolish man built his. Who don't know this saying? Who don't know this? Oh, we've got a volunteer's going to come up and lead. <laughs> 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 or she's going to leave and go home now. <laughs> uh, and the rains came tumbling down, and the rains came down, and the floods came up and the rains came down, and the floods came up, and the rains came down, and the floods came up, and the house in the sand went flash. That was a favorite part, wasn't it? Then the wise man built his house upon the rock, and the rains came down, and the floods came up, but the house on the rock stood firm. Turn to Matthew chapter 7, if you would, this morning. Matthew 7, and we're going to go down to uh, really, verse 21, I think. And uh, what I want us to do this morning is uh, think about the house that withstood the storm. I'm going to talk a little more about my trip this morning, but uh, when we see this, Matthew chapter 7, this is the end of the Sermon on the Mount. And you name the problem, the Sermon on the Mount has the answer. When you read the Sermon on the Mount, uh, it was a sermon given by Jesus Christ, and whatever uh, the the troubles are, as you read this, you'll discover there's instructions on praying, there's instructions on lust, adultery, divorce, perjury. Uh, there's guidelines how to how to treat our enemies. There's guidelines on judging others. There's there's all kind of answers to any question we may have in life. That's what the Sermon on the Mount does, and. The the answer to every question that concerns man, uh, men can be found in this Sermon on the Mount. So let's let's consider this Sermon and and we're going to look again at the very end of the Sermon on the Mount. Now, uh, if we were doing a series on the Sermon on the Mount, we would be at the last week this morning, and I'm just going to start there at the very end, and uh, we're going to start in verse 21, I think, this morning, and and. We could back up to 15, and then we could back up to 7, and then we could back up to 7, and then we ended up back in all the way the first of the Sermon on the Mount. But Jesus is instructing uh, his disciples, he's instructing his followers there around him. And then in verse 15, we're not going to read that, he says, Watch out. Because there are false prophets and they're going to come and they're going to come up on the scene and, and they're, they, they look like prophets, but, but inside are, are really what they're hiding under is, is they're wolves in sheep's clothing. So as he, as he describes this, in verse 21 he says these words, "...not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven." Many will say to me on that day, and he's talking about when he returns. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And did we not drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I'll plainly tell them, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. And then verse 24 says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house upon the rocks and the rains came down and the streams rose and the winds blew against that house, yet it did not fall because it had a foundation built upon the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house upon the sand. The rain came down, and the streams rose, and the winds blew, and they beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. And we'll talk about that in just a moment, that great crash, but... When we look at this scripture, I want us to really think about verse 21 there, where it says, Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. What does that mean? And what that really means is is talk is cheap. Because remember what he's talking about in verses 15 through 20. He's talking about false prophets. He's talking about those who come up on the scene. They They claim to have... A, a new doctrine, a new, a new teaching from God, and, and really it's, it's void, it's no good. And folks, if you look around today, we have talked a little bit about that. We've talked about some of these new age movements and some of these ideals that we have a, 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 a new way to heaven and, and that, that uh, if, if we live a good life and if we do right things and we do good things, and then we're going to make it to heaven. That's, that's, a, that's a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. And and they they talk a good game and they, they preach a good message, but when he says in verse twenty-one, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom and they say the right words, but, but Jesus says their talk is cheap. I, I love the one thing that, that Cooper Thacker told us one time, and, and it's, it's still funny to me, and I've told you this a couple of times. He, he talked about that preacher, and, and the preacher was dying, and the church loved him. That must be nice, you know. But uh, the church loved him, and, and uh, he, he was going to have to have a heart transplant, and and member after member came up and said said brother we just love you and if we could if we could help you we would help you in any way we could and and a couple of weeks later the preacher got up and he said it's a miracle but they have discovered a way that that you can take anyone's heart and and you can put it in someone's body and it'll work and and so this morning uh, so many of you have volunteered and and I have a feather and and I'm gonna just. Throw this feather out, and, and whoever it lands on, then you can give me your heart, and I can live. And, and he let the feather go, and, and everyone started going, phew, 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 as it come over, you know. That, that's, that's talk, isn't it? That that's talk is cheap. Hey, I, it sounds good. I say a good game. I'm, I'm willing, but, but when it comes right down to it, and then verse 22 says, because many will say on that day, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. And, and Lord, we even cast out devils in your name. And Lord, we did many wonderful works in your name. We, we did all of these great things. But the Lord says, then I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Now, Jesus Christ tells us there's one way to heaven. He said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So when we stand before God, He's not going to look at thee. well, have you cast out demons? Have you prophesied? Have you done these wonderful works? He's going to ask us one question. What have you done with Jesus Christ? What have you done with my Son? What have you done with the one I've sent? You see, God's not concerned with our talk as much as He's concerned with our walk. So when we look at these scriptures, you see God is calling us to do what's right. He's calling us to follow His words, not just say the right words. And our house, which is our our life we find here, is represented by the storms of life. And when our house is built, or when our life is built, our hopes, our dreams, our aspirations are built on Jesus Christ and on His teachings then when the storm comes, it's more than the outward appearances. It's something, that is, that it's something that's going to stand the test of time. So we move into verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these words of mine and, and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house upon the rock. When the rains came, the streams rise, the winds beat against the house, but it does not fall because it has a foundation built up on the rock. And then the, the, the next part of that, of course, is the foolish man as the rains come and there, there's a great fall. So so this morning, as I was thinking and all the last week, I was thinking about what I was going to preach about today. And, and normally I've got a pretty good idea. But uh, as we was moving into this, I, I took a few pictures while I was down on the coast. And, and if you know where Port Aransas is, and you can find that on the map. And then uh, you cross the ferry there, and, and there's Aransas Pass. And then a little bit down from there, there's a, there's a place called Rockport. And in right past Rockport, there's a place called Fulton. Well, the eye of that hurricane hit right in that area. And, and so we were in Rockport. So we were right pretty much where the eye was. And, and really, I've been on, this was five hurricanes. I was thinking six years ago, I missed a couple of Sundays. And I was at Sandy. Twelve years ago, uh, I missed a couple of Sundays and I was at Katrina. Uh, so, six years from now, if I lived on the coast, I might be looking for cover because it seems like over the, about every six years, there's some kind of uh, a big hurricane that hits the area. And of course, we know one hit Florida also. Uh, but this was the worst damage I've seen. And maybe it was because of the, uh, uh, because of the, uh, the place that we were actually working. Christopher, why don't you put those up there, that first one? I, I just wanted you to see, I didn't take a whole lot of, of pictures of things, but this is actually uh, in, in Port Aransas, and, and it's going down the road there, and, and you can see in that picture that, that there's quite a bit of debris washed up, but the, the thing I want you to notice is is behind the scene there, uh, you can see just the frame of a house, and then beyond that, it was nothing. Now, I just want you to get this picture because in that town, there there was buildings here and there, but for a lot of the time, there was just nothing. Go ahead to the next there, and, and uh, I, I didn't take a lot of pictures. This, this picture, you may have seen it. I sent it to Jeremy uh, the Sunday, I believe it was Sunday morning uh, of the first week I was gone. I was talking to this guy. And uh, he, uh, he said, boy, I'm just praising the Lord today. Now, now look at that picture and think about that statement. <laughs> because he said, I was sitting on that couch that's right there. And as the storm came through, uh, he said, the, the front of my house blew away. And uh, it blew into a, a lake that's across from his house. And it, it blew him out into the street. Now, he was a large guy and uh, he was scratched up and cut up, but he said, you know, I'm just praising the Lord, I'm here today, and, and I'm going to go worship today. He, he, he understood that, that it was a storm, but, but he had a lot to be thankful for. And, and when we look at this, it's just a reminder that. Go ahead to the next. Again, this is just, uh, uh, I took a few pictures. I, I didn't take very many because it, it's really sad, and it really pulls on you while you're there. But this was three houses. And can you imagine this? Uh, just to, to one day have a home, just like your home you go to today. And, and 15 hours later to have this, uh, there were so many people that were looking and, and just trying to find remnants of, of their home. Go, go one more here. This is pretty interesting, I thought. If you notice what's happening here, this is a double wide trailer. And a Ford pickup. Now this this trailer was about a hundred yards from here, and I was talking to this guy, and he, they rode the storm out. Matter of fact, they literally rode the storm out because they rode in this trailer house. Uh, what happened was this was uh, right outside of Rockport at a place called Rattlesnake Ridge, and uh, we killed a timber rattler there, so it was it was appropriately named. Uh, he said for 15 hours the wind blew. I was thinking about that. The wind blew and beat against the house for 15 hours. He said it blew between 100 and 140 miles an hour. He said then the wind stopped. He said we went outside and and he had a a relative that was the captain of a boat. And as they looked towards the ocean, it was just a it was just kind of a mesquite not mesquite trees, but kind of that type tree for for a long way, as far as you could see, he said there was a wall of water coming. And he said, I recognize it, because I've seen walls of water in the ocean. And, and he said, I, I said, just get, get back in the house, there's water coming. It was 61 inches of water, he said, and and he said they hit, hit the house, and he said we were looking out of the front window, and he said we felt the the trailer started rocking, and he said, then I saw it hit the truck. And this this floated uh, all the way to the road. He said his truck dug into the mud on the side of the road, and it hit that pole right behind it, and that's what stopped him. He said, if, if that hadn't have been there, I don't know how far we'd have went. But I just thought how amazing that was to, to see. Here's the other amazing thing. He said it took it about 15 minutes to get there, so they watched it coming. <laughs> He said it took about 15 minutes for us to move, and then he said about 10 minutes later, it was gone. He said we went outside, and there were just puddles here and there, just like a regular rainy day. So I I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about how things can change so quickly. In a matter of 30 minutes, from having a house on a foundation and and having things there and being in your home, and, and 30 minutes later to see everything change. There his neighbor had a, a trailer and, and I was talking to him and, and he said I, I, I lived in a, uh, a a travel trailer 35, 35 foot long and and uh, he said I saw it the wind's coming and and he sounded like it said sound like somebody backed up to our house with a jet airplane and and just just shot the juice to it. And, and and for fifteen hours it blew. Brad, you you've heard that noise many many times, I'm sure. And and uh, and he said, so I went to my neighbor's house. And he said, after the storm, my house is gone. And I said, yeah, that, that's, that's got to be terrible. He said, no, it's gone. <laughs> he said, I can't find it. He said, I looked in his pasture. I looked in my neighbor's pasture. I've went across the road. I've looked in that housing addition, and it's gone. And he said, I don't know where it's at. He said, I don't know if it blew apart and floated out into the ocean. I don't know what happened to it. But it's literally gone. Can you imagine that? I mean, not, not to say I lost this and there's a pile of rubble like you see here. And, uh, but, but it's gone. I, I don't know where anything is that I once had. And, and there's so many stories we could tell. But, but I was thinking about that. And, and one thing we learn when disaster strikes you know, we understand sometimes it's, it's due to the shabbiness of, of contractors or home builders. It's, it's due to the, the, the fact that there's, there's houses built upon a, a shaky foundations, and, and things happen because of that. Some of, the, some of the pictures I didn't take is there's houses there, even, even in a neighborhood like this, and, and they're well-built houses. And and they may have sustained some damage, maybe some roof damage, or maybe some some glass breakage, or some things like that. But the house was still standing. And the difference was the foundation they was built upon. See, the storm hit all the houses. The storm hit all of that area. But some of the houses had a foundation that was prepared for the storm. When when we were building this church building, I was up here helping and. And uh, I don't know a lot about building, and we had the the rafters were up and the walls were up, and and there was somebody come in, and it may have been Utah Chandler, and he said, uh, "Are they going to put hurricane clips on here? Y'all, how many of y'all know what those are? Few people do. I didn't have any idea, and I said, well, I don't know, you know, and uh, so he went and talked to the lead man, and the and the man said, oh yeah, we we'll, we're gonna we're gonna prepare it like that, and and all hurricane clips are is they're, they're just a piece of metal bent flat on one side and uh, flat on the other side. And, and everywhere there's a joist that connects to that wall, there's a hurricane clip. It ties the roof to the walls and the walls to the floor. And, and that way when the wind comes... All the building is tied together, and all the building that's tied together is tied to the foundation so therefore when when the winds come and and the storms hit that that because of the foundation that was created, a good foundation, it withstands the storms. Now, there are times that it doesn't stand aren't there? but for the most part a a a good foundation will withstand the storms. Verse 24 says, Therefore, whoever hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like that wise man. Because that wise man built his house upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. He built his house upon the rock. And the rain still came and the flood still came and the wind still blew and it still beat upon the house. But its foundation, because of the foundation, it did not fall because it was founded upon the rock. And what I want us to think about this morning, Jesus is making a parallel between the storms of life and buildings, and He's, in, he's encouraging us as people to prepare for what's coming, to understand, sometimes I think preachers are guilty of, of having this message of, you know, if, we'll, if we accept Christ, everything's going to be great. Well, that's not true, is it? If you've been a Christian for any amount of time, you realize that, that just because you're a born-again Christian doesn't mean you're not going to have storms. It doesn't mean the rain's not going to come and, and the winds are going to beat up on us. But Jesus' is teaching, whoever hears those words of mine does them is like a wise man because he's building that house up on the foundation. So, so when we go on and we begin to think about that, this home represents, I've already said, our, our lives, and it's important for us to understand that, we're building a life. Every one of us here, regardless of our age, you're building a life. You're, you're investing in a life and, and eventually every one of us is going to face different type of difficulties. So, so it's important for us to think about the kind of life we're building. So I want to ask you this morning, what kind of life are you building? Regardless of your age this morning, what kind of life are you building? You're, you're building upon a foundation, either sand or you're building upon the rock. And here's the interesting thing. You know those those houses built upon the sand They'll last a long time, won't they? But at some point when the storm comes, that's when they begin to crumble. So, where our foundation comes from? Our foundation is whatever teaching, whatever doctrine, whatever philosophy which we subscribe to. That's what our foundation is. We call it sometimes our worldview. What is your worldview? What is your view about Christ? What is your view about eternity and, and about heaven and, and about what Jesus Christ done upon the cross? That's where we're building our foundation. Jesus says, you're either for me or against me. So we're building that foundation. We need to be careful. In Ephesians 4, 13 and 14 it says, And so we'll all come together in oneness of our faith and our knowledge of the Son of God, and we shall become mature people reaching the very height that Christ full stature, then no longer will be children, listen, carried around by the waves and blown about by every shifting wind of the teaching of deceitful people who lead others astray by errors and by tricks they invent. What Paul is saying there is, is as we grow in Christ, And as we begin to understand who Christ is and what Christ has done, we begin to build a foundation. And as we mature, we're not blown away by every wind, by every shifting circumstances. But we understand we have a foundation built upon Jesus Christ. What kind of house are you building? This morning, if I asked you to raise your hand, how many of you are builders? Let's just do that. How many of you are builders? A few folks. I wish I was a builder. I can get a building up, but I don't know how to build corners. I don't know how to read with them triangles, you know. I wish I did. Jim, do you know how to read one of them things? Speed yeah, speed square. I, see. I don't even know what it's called. I've got one. I can look professional and hang it in my tool belt, you know, but when I get it out, I kind of got to play like I know what I'm doing. I wish I was a great builder. But when I, when I ask that question, I set you up. Every one of us are builders. If you're here today, you're a builder in the fact that you're building a life. Not not necessarily a family. Some of you are building families. Some of you are building relationships. But as a whole, you're building a life. And you know what? You're in charge of that life. And when you have a builder in towns, you know what we have? We have a building inspector a lot of times, or we have some kind of some kind of engineer or some kind of code that says, Hey, here's the here's the here's the standards for our building. And if you go into a big city and you build something, it's substandard, what's gonna happen? The the building inspector is gonna come out and he's gonna he's gonna say, Wait a minute, this will never stand. So what Jesus did, he took the Bible and he said, Hey, here is your codes. Here's your building codes. Now, I want you to build your life based upon these building codes. I I put them right here. I, I put them in my Word. I want you to read it. I want you to understand it. And then as you build your life, you're going to meet all the codes. Now, he didn't give us a list to follow. He simply said, here's the directions and here's the instructions. Now, go and build this life. Because, again... When the rain descended and the floods came, verse 25, and the winds blew and beat upon the house, it fell not, for it was founded upon the rock. You see those storms that we have, sometimes it's tornadoes, sometimes it's hurricanes, sometimes it's floods, sometimes it's all kinds of natural disasters, and they come against us. And, and it would be really f- easy for folks down on the Gulf to say, well, you know, look what God has done and why did God do these things. And some people are probably saying that and, and some people may have a legitimate question there, but, but others say, you know what, I'm just praising God in the storm. I'm just praising God that it's not worse. I'm praising God that I have a life. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to worship today because I realize these things can be replaced and, and these things are temporary, but, but I've built a life that is prepared for storms. And I've built that life upon the rock of Jesus Christ. And those who hear those words of mine and does not do them, it's like a man who builds the foolish man who builds his house upon the sand. And when the rains came and the floods came and the winds blow, there was a great fall. You know what Jesus is talking about there? He, he's not necessarily talking about a pile of, of debris that we've seen in a picture, but He's talking about eternity. He's talking about when, when Christ comes again, See, if we back up to verse 15 and, and go down through verse 20, he's talking about be careful of those sheep dressed in those those wolves dressed in sheep clothing, because they come, they give something that, that says, Hey, there's another way to heaven, there's another way for life. And and he says, Those who follow those, those who I never knew, there's a great fall coming. And it, it has nothing to do with a home, but it has something to do with eternity. So this morning, I want to ask you, what kind of home are you building? What kind of life are you constructing together? Is it built upon the rock? Or is it built upon the sand? Because when the rains came and the floods come, there's a great fall for those who are not built upon the rock. Jesus said this, when those who have built their life upon the rock, when when He comes again, listen to the words He says. He says, I'll say to them, well done my good and faithful servant. Or he'll say to them, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I never knew you. How can we be sure we build in our homes on the on the rock that our, that our lives can stand? Verse 24 again. How can we be sure whoever hears these words of mine and puts them into practice? I talk a lot about James chapter 1, 22 to 24, because... In that passage of Scripture, I think Nike got their swoosh from there. It says, just do it. And in James 1, 22 and 24, it says, a foolish man is that person that looks himself in the mirror, and then when he walks away, he immediately forgets what he looked like. And, and James says, therefore, we don't need to be hearers of the word and deceive ourselves. We need to be doers of God's Word. And then we back up to Jesus' own message. He says, when we become doers of God's Word, when we become followers of God's Word, we begin to build our life upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. I'll close with one story. I was talking to a lady, and I can't imagine this. I'm I'm not crazy about the water. I'm not scared of the water, and I can swim, and... Uh, I'll get in the water, but we go out fishing sometimes. And I've told y'all some of those stories. And uh, I'm kind of a land lover, but this lady said my son is a boat of uh, the uh, uh, is a captain of a ship. And she said when the storm began to began to come. You know what they did? They called everybody in and said, "Get on the ship. We're going to sea." <laughs> I'd have had to quit that day. I'd have said, I ain't going out there, not with a hurricane coming. But she said they ordered the crew aboard, and they set out for deep water because for the ship to stay in port, it was dangerous. The The winds would blow and, and would beat the ship against the moorings or, or there in the port, and, and they were afraid the ship would be destroyed. So they boarded the ship, and they... They headed to deep water, and she said in deep water they'll anchor deep. And and when they anchor deep, and they'll face the storm, and as the storm comes, because they're anchored deep in the rock, their boat will stand. And I thought about how appropriate is that for us. You know, when we know the storm's coming, if we face the storm, if we anchor deep, then we can stand. Would you bow with me this morning? Whether we're talking about building a life upon the foundation, the rock of Jesus Christ, or we're talking about going towards the storm and anchoring deep where we can withstand the storms of life, that anchoring deep, that foundation, is all in Jesus Christ. Again, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Every one of us here today are builders. We're building a life. We're either building upon the sand or we're building upon the rock, the foundation of Jesus Christ. We dug a lot of pole holes while we were down there. And the interesting thing down there is once you got about three or four foot deep, the hole would collapse because it was all sand. So once you just broke through that, that top crust, it would just collapse. And we, we had to get some trucks in there that would vacuum out the sand while we set the pole. When you get a picture of that sand, when, when, the, when the waters came and underneath the ground there was a churning and there was a washing away of the foundation, But you get over in that rocky area, you dig down, and it's a solid foundation there. This morning, what kind of life are you building? Is it built upon the rock? Do you hear God's word and, and respond? Do you take his directions and, and construct your house in that fashion, your life in that fashion? Or are you just giving that lip service? Well, everybody thinks, and... Boy, my my outward appearances look good. Jesus said the Pharisees were that way. He called them a whitewashed fence. He said you look good on the outside, but inside, it's it's bad. This morning, I want to ask you, what kind of house are you building? Are you building upon Jesus Christ? The first step is this. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? It doesn't matter what your parents think, what your wife thinks, what your husband thinks, what your church thinks, what your Sunday school class thinks. You know, all of those things, Satan will use them to say, you know what, you're going to be all right. At least you've tried. But Jesus said this, no. No. Those are the ones who have never made a decision for my son, Jesus Christ. What have you done with Jesus Christ today? Father, I pray as we come to a time of invitation, as we think about the storms of life, and even as we think about the, the physical damage that we saw today, and we know people are experiencing today, Lord, we think about those who today say, I'm, I'm praising the Lord Things could have been worse. I can replace all of these things, but but I had a foundation built upon the rock, upon Jesus Christ. And I know that even though in the storms of life, I have hope. These things around here are temporary, but I have a blessed hope and a blessed assurance. Lord, I pray this morning that your spirit would move within our hearts. We would examine ourselves. And Father, we would ask ourselves, what type of home am I building? And if we've not started that foundation, the first step, towards building that life upon the rock is starting with that foundation of Jesus Christ. And just saying, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know I failed. But I need your forgiveness. That's the start of the foundation. Then that life we build is all built upon that. It's all tied together. But it starts with Jesus Christ. What have I done today with Jesus Christ? I pray, Lord, your spirit would move within our hearts. We would turn our minds towards you. Our hope would be built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I pray that we'd be built upon a solid rock today. I pray that we'd learn to trust you and obey you. Father, I pray during this invitation you would move freely within your people as we turn our eyes upon you in Jesus' name. Would you stand with me this morning? I want to ask if you just bow your heads, pray for yourself this morning, pray for that person on your right, that person on your left, person in front of you, that person behind you. Praise team is going to lead us in this song. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Would you pray together this morning?